Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello, and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. And I'm Emily, a writer and editor. We're just two type 1 diabetic ladies trying to live our best lives. It's not always easy with the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And cameo by Christy. Hey everyone. Oh my god, it's the long lost Christy. <laughs> she up in Boston. I don't know why I decided to tell everyone your location. Oh yeah, I'm still <laughs> in Boston. That's where you've been they this know. entire time. They know. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Brighton. So this is... Let me know. We can hang out. Yeah, we could uh Christy's down to chill. It's a great locale. Um this is our season check-in with one of our faves and slash OG, the OG pal, Christy. Um, She's got some exciting life lessons she's learned recently that she wanted to share. And mostly I just wanted to hear from our girl. So this episode's about, you know, we're going to kiki, we're going to catch up and um, hear about Christy's multiple daily injection life and keep it real, keep it fresh and keep it relevant for all of our pals out there that aren't into the whole technology situation, which is I feel like a lot of stuff that I'm excited about that I talk about constantly. So I'm going to let Christy do some talking this time. What up, Christy? What's up? Oh, it's so fun to be on and talk to you. At some point, you, me, and Miriam have to do like a joint episode. I never even, I'm like, I, Miriam is such like a busy married lady now. She's going to listen to this and get so mad at me. But like, (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I miss, I miss doing. Uh, a, a random episode with Christy and Miriam can continue to live her very busy life. She's going to a wedding like every weekend and I'm like, girl. I think that happens how when you, you get married. Like all of a sudden there's just weddings every other week and you're like, F, you came to mine. So I'll see you, see you this weekend. <laughs> LOL. Meanwhile, my life is that because I'm a bridal editor. So <laughs> moving on. Yeah, your job's cool. Yes, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll CC Miriam on the next episode. Yeah. Everything's good with her. I just gave her the night off. Not that she works for me or anything. Send help. Moving on. I like checking in with the pancreas pals under any circumstance. Um, but yeah, I um, I have made some changes to the old Reggie, which I know, jump back. Um, <laughs> I, I am an old man. She fresh. I'm an old man. I've never denied this. I like a glass of alcohol and a recliner chair. I've never denied this. Um, I, I like all of these things as well. I ha- just for the record, I, <laughs> you don't have to be an old man, but like, I don't know. It fits the aesthetic with like slippers and a silk robe. I need to get out of this. Okay. Do you also have a cigar? Are you Nick Jonas? I don't want to <laughs> smoke the cigar, but I wouldn't mind Props. like holding it right through a glove. Cause I'm not trying to get my fingers to smell, but I think the idea of a cigar fits in with my aesthetic very nicely. I'm just super anti-smoking. Like hold as many as cig- you should be. Kids, hold as many cigars as you can get your hands on. Just don't never light her don't up. Don't light or chew because I think that's equally as bad. Oh, we got off on a weird situation here. Okay, there. back to Christy living her best life. <laughs> um, so yes, I've been on the same routine. I I have never mixed it up from Novolog and Lantus from when I was diagnosed at age seventeen in twenty twelve. Um, 
it's just what was taught to me and it became comfortable. As soon as I started seeing normal numbers at any point, um, even if they were occasional and not steady, it felt so good because when I was first diagnosed, um, Hala at DKA, it took me such, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever given a shout out to their diabetic ketoacidosis. She's like, before. she's not my, she's not my girl, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that she got me to where I am. Touche, touche. In like That's a bad way. Touche. <laughs> In like a super bad way. <laughs> In like a coma way, but it's chill. Yeah, like my life sucks now. It. Just kidding. Um, Head to season one, episode one, to hear Christy's very intense fall into diabetes. I feel like because I didn't naturally start at the bottom and now I'm here, DK was like, well, we'll get you down to the bottom and then you can get there. So climbing our way out, my, one shugs at a time. My personal journey. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was taught with Novolog and Lantus pens. It's just what was given to me and... I was never told that there were any other options for me out there in terms of mixing up the routine, um, what type of insulin I was taking, how much of it was I was taking. It was always a very like, oh, you know, take it in stride, but like if you see high numbers, take more Lantus, which was my basal. Um, so, it, you know, it, it has been a couple of times now to the doctor that my A1C is just not quite where I want it to be. So I was having a devil of a time getting my MD uh, to book an appointment with me at a time that worked for both of us. It just was not working. Honestly, she canceled on me twice and was like, oh, the next appointment is in six months. And I was like, well, I'm, That's I'm gonna run that out, I'm gonna run out of uh, equipment. Like, you know, I need my prescriptions. So I, on a whim, made an appointment with the nurse practitioner. And I don't know if this is a Christie thing or if this is a diabetic thing or if this is a brunette thing. I don't know. But we, <laughs> my people do well with nurse practitioners. This was the most valuable appointment with my endocrinologist, any endocrinologist I've ever had to date. Um, she politely asked when I was starting to go over some stuff with my routine, oh, have you considered the pump? And I was able to be really, really honest with her. And I felt comfortable being honest with her. One of the few choices, which Emily, please holla at this. Sometimes we don't have the control to make choices about what's going on with our bodies. And one of the few things I've been able to continue to make a choice about over the years and over all of the phases and the ebbs and flows of my diabetic path is that I don't want anything attached to me, at least right now. Um, if something happens... That is 100% your prerogative. That's like... Yes, like you do you. Everyone knows I'm a huge obsessed nerd with all things diabetes technology. When I say everyone knows, I just mean my friends. Like if you didn't know that, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, no, and like it's, it's but, wicked cool. I just, I'm not there. I mean, listen, I was also diagnosed in the year 2014, five years ago in the world of Dexcom and Omnipod. And that's to this day what I'm on. Am I still, you know intrigued by the other things out there. Like now there's like this whole new type of technology called looping that, you know, that I'm obsessed with and I've seen amazing results through my A1C, but I have friends who easily achieve the same A1C as me, like below seven who are doing MDI. So whatever gets you to your healthy mental and physical state, I am all for, and there's technology now for MDI as well. You can log doses and new things with, you know, companion medicals in pen. And then there's other things coming out down the pipeline. It's wild. Sorry. That's my interjection. AKA I stand by you continue. No. And I feel more comfortable exploring some of the other stuff that's out there for multiple daily injection users like myself. Um, because I finally mixed something up and it worked. So 
quick summary of what I was going through. Basically, and I think I've mentioned this on like a million episodes ago, I am just super prone to dropping around the witching hour, which basically means that between the late afternoon and dinner, which is like the absolute last time you want to drop because you don't have a meal coming until dinner. Um, And for anyone who is a full-time employee or you're a student who ends class around that time of day, it gets very tricky because I'm either walking home or I'm getting on the train and I want to feel safe and secure while I'm doing that. But my lows were so low at that time of day that it would take multiple juice boxes and snacks. It would take so much to keep me up. I was basically having another meal between my meals. Um, But then, you know, eventually you use enough of that stuff your numbers are going to shoot up. So that's kind of what I was explaining to my doctor. Like it's so frustrating that I can't get my blood sugar up. I can't get my blood sugar up that time of day. And then I get it up and I'm all the way up to 300. And you know, I wish that I could control that better. And you know, that's when she was like, Oh, have you considered the pump? And I said, no, like, I'm, I'm so sorry, but like, I really would like to live a life without that, at least for now, while like it has proven safe for me in the past. Um, but this new drama with the intense lows is just too much. And instead of just saying good luck and continuing to push what I already told her was not a comfortable option for me, this was the first endochronological, I don't think that's a word, professional, um, who offered me something a little bit different. And she said, what if we mixed up your basil? And, you know, I went to clutch my lantus and she kind of calmed me down. Um, the, the basic issue that I was, well, two main issues. One, Lantus is a basil that lasts for 24 hours. It's 24 hour coverage. Um, I was sneaking up overnight and starting the day at a high number. And personally, if I start the day at a high number, the rest of the day becomes about bringing it down. And then I would be on the trend of bringing it down just so that it would all hit me at the time of day when I need to not be doing that. So she said, A, we're going to, we all been there. It's, it's tough. It's rude. Um, she said, A, we're going to switch up your basil. I'm putting you on Tugeo, which is a 36-hour acting so that there's overlap. Um, and it's worked out really nicely for me overnight so that I'm not spiking up when I'm sleeping and have done nothing wrong to like deserve a high blood sugar. Um, and the other major thing, and I know that this sounds counterintuitive because I'm saying that my blood sugars were high, but... I was taking way too much basil. I feel like I was taught and told as I was, um, you know, maturing because I was diagnosed as a teenager and then, you know, kind of had to fit into my adult body and I kissed my metabolism a sweet and tender goodbye. Um, (laughs) I was just told, like, take more basil, take more basil, take more basil. And this new regimen has me leaning on Novolog way harder. Um, But I love it because I'm taking so... I was on 28 units of Lantus per day, um, to which you kind of, which is a lot which is of a, basil which is a, for, but I, it just kept uh, creeping up. Like I felt like my instruction was, Oh, you're saying high numbers, take more, take more. So I mean, you're not wrong, but it, it, like you, you weren't doing anything wrong, but I feel like any responsible doctor should take a step back and be like, Hmm, this, you know, five foot two, you know, fairly petite gal who's in shape. I'm, and I'm five three. That great. last inch is important oh, to me. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I, did, <laughs> I made you shorter. I cut you down literally. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's, you know, like 28 units 
just in basil, like think about how many units then you'd be consuming in a day, like another probably 15 for bullets. But that was the issue. So she looks at me and she was like, that doesn't sound right. So she punches a few numbers in her handy dandy calculator. And she was like, all right, well, based on your height and weight, you should be taking 13. And I was like, oh, that tracks. that, that, uh, (laughs) That rings a bell. Um, so I'm proud to say I am now officially on 13 units of Tujeo and the 36 versus 24 hour coverage and taking way less of it, it makes correcting those lows up so much easier. And, you know, I've had some ups and downs with the new routine because I've been banking on the basil, bringing me down so much. Even when I missed dose with Novolog, I've been doing this for years but right. you have to reprogram. Exactly. It's just a new headset because I take a certain amount of Novolog units now and I'm like, oh God, I'm, in the old days, this would bring me down to like 40 by lunch. And it's not. It's really made things easier to keep my numbers between a certain limit. Like I used to just say like, okay, as long as I'm not over 200, I'm happy. As where leaning on the Novolog versus the basal, so my short acting versus my long acting, I can keep it in a tighter range longer. And, you know, because I've had to do so much learning over these past few months, um, you know, I'm interested to see what the A1C will be when I go back in December, because I made this whole swap in September. So there's been a lot of learning moments, a lot of uh, teachable moments, if you will. Um, but at the end of the day, I still feel like it's going to be better. And even if it's not, the A1C is not perfect where I want it, I feel super confident that the time I go after that, it's going to be even better. Like this routine is working so well. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, a nurse practitioner was able to give me advice just far, far and away more, more valuable than I've gotten from my MDs. No offense, MDs. You studied real hard. I know. Yeah, this is not doctor bashing. Uh, I've had great I'm not MD experiences shaming. with doctors, and I've had horrible experiences with nurses. Like it's it's really, and vice versa. You know, it's like my whole diagnosis story. I know. <laughs> but, um, my mom heard that a, and was like, "Oh, Emily's story is worse than yours." And I was like, "Mom, oh my God. you remember the meanwhile, coma? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Meanwhile, my mom like heard your story and she was like, "I was in tears." Like, you're, well, maybe not really in tears, but she was like, "That's so scary. We're so lucky that didn't happen to you, poor Christy. Like, that's terrifying." No, but like, at least mine was like, "Grass I, I was is always in, greener." I was in and out of the hospital in two weeks, though. And while you know it wasn't exactly a piece of cake from there on out, like, look at me. I'm still learning several years later. Um, We're all still learning. Life is nothing short of just a lifelong education. I love that journey for us. Truly blessed. I've been watching Schitt's Creek, obviously. Um, Legit same. But we both both had rough um, diagnoses because I felt like you were sick for a long time without a lot of answers as we're like, they were like, nope, definitively because of the DKA, this is type one. We're treating right. it as type one. I was in and out of the hospital in two weeks. That sounds, you know, longer, um, than it, f- or felt longer than it, it sounds. But at the same time, you were in a coma for like eight of those days. No, I think only two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> believe I it or not, it I dramatic. actually, I don't remember. <laughs> that, well, that's the thing I about comas. <laughs> Yeah, you're usually not conscious. That's the tricky thing with those guys. Um, But, you Uh, know, I'm looking at both of our journeys, and it it was interesting that you said this before, that you were diagnosed at a time when um, pumps and all of that new technology 
I don't want to call it more readily available, but I think it was more frequently used, if that's fair to say, as where I, when I was first diagnosed, I remember I wanted the pump because I was like, oh, I don't want people to see me taking injections. Like I'd rather dial it up. And they told me straight up, you can't do that for a couple years. We need you way out of your honeymoon phase before we're even going to consider taking you off of like the beginner's regimen and because that is so weird to me that's what Just i was told process. but i mean we, I know, we I also know, have but... like different experiences with doctors and i think we have very different um like caregivers because i cannot clutch to my yeah. nurse practitioner like tenderly enough right now and you're like no my md is where it's at so well i've had um I'm very, I know the type of, if there are any doctors and nurses out there listening to this, I can probably feel you rolling your eyes right now, which, you know, respect to deal with yeah, a lot we, of different personalities we were, we and different people. We respect you and need you. <clears throat> yes, truly us. blessed. Don't, don't, uh, don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. Don't but basically I've had quite, I, I love, I'm calling people out right now, left and right, but I love my care at Naomi, the Naomi Berry Center. And it's all I've really known since my proper diagnosis, but uh, there's been some personnel changes in the last two years and the way I've been treated and the way that I have, you know, sought my care has changed. Like I no longer work with any of the adult nursing team. I have had, you know, unfortunately pretty negative experiences with them. Like I really don't need a lot of care and they're very aware of that, but I do need prior authorizations on some insurance situations and, you know, certain things that do require a little bit of legwork that I'm, I'm legally not allowed to fill out or that I don't have access to. Yeah, we can't write our own prescriptions here. Well, right. And I can't write my own prior authorization. Like that's a phone call that has to be made through a medical professional. And as much as I'd like to pretend that I am one, I'm not one. So I actually had a a little bit of a fight with one of the nurses there. My favorite nurse, Amanda, if you're listening to this, I miss you dearly. She actually moved to Boston. Selfish, Um, but give me her number. I know, but close to you, yeah. She's starting her own private practice, I think. Um, She's really dope. I'll give her a little shout out in a second when I can look it up. Yeah, she's like doing consulting for, I know, right? I should have done that, sorry. She's consulting, I believe, or doing some kind of, diabetes education, but she was amazing. And I had a nurse before that, Emily, who's still at Naomi Berry, who is on the kids care team. And she was amazing. So it never occurred to me that anyone would ever be anything less than amazing at Naomi Berry. And I had a nurse there this like, and I'm what I'm 25 now. And I a hundred percent take care of myself. And, you know, I check in and get all my labs done like, you know, once a year or every six months, depending on where I'm at. But my A1C dropped a ton and I'm like so proud of myself and super on top of it. But this, thanks lady. But this nurse literally wrote in an email and cause I needed a prior authorization for something. And I admitted in the email, I don't fully understand this. Like I'm just trying to get a new insulin pump before I have to go on my own insurance. And I have been, you know, mine's like two years out of warranty at this point. Cause I've had this pump for like five years, um, maybe a year out of warranty. And I was requesting some, like asking what to do with some kind of prior authorization. And I kid you not, this nurse wrote me the bitchiest email being like, I have patients who really need my help. I don't have time for this. Like being like, if you can find a reason why you need this pump more than the pump you already have, let me know. She literally wrote me that. And I was like, Ooh, damn girl has had a day, which like, listen, I totally get, but it compounded and made my day so much worse and made me not want to deal with 
the personnel uh, moving forward because it actually was a lot bitchier of an email than just that. And it was like a whole thing. And I'm at the point now where since I am looping and I'm so on top of all of my stuff constantly, like I am just in like direct contact with my doctor and that's how I prefer it. But if I still had a dope nurse like Amanda or Emily, I would a hundred percent be all about the nurse practitioner's situation. All right. My Google search is already pretty weird because I don't know. I do weird things in the night. I will definitely (laughs) Google how to strangle someone and not get caught. This nurse sucks. (laughs) No, we do not want to cause any harm. She was, she was definitely having a bad day, life, month, whatever, but it's a, I don't know. I was so upset. I was like, if you're going to be in a client facing situation, then, you know, don't take it out on your patient. Like, yes, I am probably more on top of it than like some of your other patients that you're dealing with, but that doesn't mean that I deserve any less of your attention. You shouldn't be punished Um, for doing well. Also, should this nurse ever end up strangled? I promise it wasn't me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a strangler. I'm not a strangler. I'm dead. I feel like that needs to be said. But a shout out to one of the amazing nurses that I miss terribly. Her name's um, Amanda Kerpich, and you can follow her on Instagram at Amanda Kerpich, K-I-R-P-I-T-C-H. She's a diabetes and nutrition expert, and she's very cool. Is she and the one who just came very to Boston? Well yes, she is. All right, Amanda, I um, want to hang out, and I won't strangle you again. I literally, oh my God, Christy, I'm not, you got to work strangling. on your friend-making skills. Don't come in hot with the strangling. I feel like if I'm trying to make friends, saying I'm not going to strangle you sounds 10,000 times better than like, oh, hey, I might strangle you. <laughs> okay, but like, why is strangling why on the table? Why did you bring me back on this show? This escalated. <laughs> it's because I have nothing but love and apparently a little bit of fear of you. Um, I'm scared but- myself right now. No, I'm not scared. Christy's great. Christy's the best. But so I'm so happy for you. Yeah, we're moving on. We're hot, hot take. Please get me out of here. Uh, For someone that is, you know, not super, I don't want to say tech savvy because that feels like a negative connotation and also not true. But there are people that are extremely tech savvy that aren't necessarily interested in technology for diabetes management. And that is completely fine. Um, You're still using a glucometer and checking your shugs and, you know, still doing all the things you need to do to care for yourself. And I'm surprised though, that no doctor ever suggested that you break up your basal into two shots, like one in the morning and one at night. I, I don't know. It was something that just was never brought up. I was just told, take more, take more, take more until I ended up at well over twice the amount that I should be taking. And so how many times a day were you going low at that point? Um, literally only in like that witching hour place. Which for those of you who don't know, that's like between the hours of like three and six, I'd say. Yes, and yes. that happens to me too. It's when insulin, uh, for some reason it becomes more potent to me. My insulin sensitivity factor is like 10 or 20 points higher at that three hour period than it is any other point of the day. We interrupt this episode with a word from one of our sponsors, Companion Medical. Hey Em, I know you love staying on top of the Dietech out there. Have you heard of the cool Bluetooth insulin pen with an app called the InPen? Yes, I've seen it on Instagram. Doesn't it record your insulin doses and have a dose calculator that you can use? Yeah, but it does so much more than that. It's so cool. It makes multiple daily injections so much easier. Using dosing information sent from the pen, the app can track the insulin given, calculate doses, share therapy data with your doctor and family, and much more. Okay, that's insane. That sounds amazing. It's a must-have, and it's compatible with Humalog or Novalog insulin cartridges, available by prescription only. 
To simplify your MDI diabetes management, visit companionmedical.com backslash inpen. Now back to the episode. But I think it's one of the things that has been steady for me across all of the different checkpoints in my diabetes, like from when I was diagnosed through this very day, because still I always have a snack before I leave work. The difference is that I am not chugging five juices and throwing back three fruit snack packs to get home. I'm having one with no, I'm having one uncovered snack around like 15 to 20 carbs, like a granola bar or yogurt. I'm having one uncovered snack and it gets me home I can shower, cook dinner, take my time, and I don't feel like I'm dropping so dramatically because, like I said, this new regimen I'm on, it lets me stay in a healthier range. Um, And I was very excited, so um, I was at another doctor um, just for a checkup a couple of weeks ago, and I was so happy. I, Without really trying that heavily, we have been very good about going to the gym, Shout out Zach, my gym buddy. Yeah, we um, is her boyfriend. Everyone listening, it's not her and her other personality. The one that might strangle you. The, it's the just strangler. her <laughs> very alive and healthy boyfriend. Um, yes, and I think I mentioned in the last episode we live together now. So he is my full time gym buddy. He is so good and gets up to go to the gym very early before work with me because uh, I can't obviously Aww. for watching our reasons I can't go after work. So we hold each other accountable. So we've definitely been going more. But when I went to this um, other doctor a couple weeks ago, I lost like seven pounds without putting in like a conscious effort to do it. And I'm thinking about That's it. That's wild. Like, but I'm not downing as much juice and as much as like you need when you need the juice, you need the juice. But, you know, the calories do count. So it was just kind of nice. Like it was a nice perk on top of seeing better numbers regularly um, and staying in a better range. Um, it was just like a nice little, oh, you also like get to fit a little bit better in your pants like good for me <laughs> i totally heard that wrong fit a little bit better in good your pants good lord yes. chrissy all right i'm a strangler and a pervert <laughs> no, no no i accidentally turned you into one it's not you it's me um oh shit i had something open on my desktop yikes sorry uh moving on basically moral of it's always good to hang out with christy especially when she's not trying to hang you i said and strangle <laughs> Oh, yikes. Okay, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> I feel Send like help. I feel like you shouldn't. It's like authentic. I'm tired. I just Send don't want to come I don't ever want to come off as homicidal, but also I feel like it's near Halloween and I'm super into Yeah, like, no, we witchy. Stuff, so we witchy up in here for sure. I'm reading I respect a, that. I'm reading a book about the witches in Salem right now. It's my 20th book of the year. I wanted to read 19 and 19. Oh my god, check you out. You're surpassing your goals. I know. I don't know what's going on. I'm doing amazing in fall 2019. So. You, you are thriving. <laughs> fully thriving. Strangle like a dozen people. I feel great. I love it. Minus that part. Um, Which isn't true for any cops listening. Oh, okay. We're moving past this. So for the moral of this episode <laughs> is be your own best advocate. That's something that we constantly talk about on this podcast, but also never be afraid to question your provider. Um, you know, if you have questions, ask them, but if something doesn't feel right and it just doesn't make sense to you, go and maybe get a second opinion or ask to speak to a nurse or a nurse practitioner or another healthcare professional and just who be, be honest get you on the right track. talk to them because oh, yeah, I, be I easily could have said like, yeah, I'll think about the pump, but I had to just express my deep yearning to not actually want to do that. And she worked with me, not against me. And I think finding 
um, a practitioner at any level who is open and happy to work with you, not against you. It's like, it's the key because I'm having major key. Do people still say that? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to allow it. Um, but it's been the key for why I'm having such a successful fall. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait to go in in December. Because, again, even if I'm not right where I want to be, I, I, like, feel that I'm on the way. Yes, you have arrived. <laughs> um, on that note, we're going to gracefully bow out of this very intense episode. Um, Christy, thank you for coming on. Thanks oh, for my answering my constant random texts. And thanks for being a lifelong pal, buddy. Oh, my PP, you're so precious. Um, my absolute pleasure. I, I love popping on. Oh, we love a good pop-up. Um, <laughs> so for those of you listening who maybe this is your first time tuning in or you haven't heard from Christy because she has been doing big things in Boston over the last two seasons. Busy head, people. Okay. You got to stop, Christy. We, I was going to tell them to follow you I on Instagram, can't. but I'm now hungry. I'm not sure. That's fair. This is during dinner time and her, in, in her, you know, and. Yeah, I can't even speak anymore. Basically, follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals and follow us on Facebook at pancreas pals PP. Email us at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys in all the DMs and emails, and we love, love, love getting to know more about our pals. Um, Christy, is your Instagram still Alston Princess? Yeah, you best bet. Um, I did move up the hill, so I'm in a little bit of a classier neighborhood. I'm now in Brighton, not Alston, but that one digit change in the area code does can't wonders. change your instagram it does wonders for my self-esteem it's my brand um i'm trash i'm i agree okay no you're not trash so that was a bad I, time to say i agree i do not agree trash. i think it's alston underscore princess i can i can confirm it's alston princess Yes, Alston underscore princess. Give her a follow. She's a good time. Um, And head back to seasons one through three to hear all of our fun shenanigans. And yeah, so catch us back. Uh, I can't even speak anymore. At the end of these episodes, my brain is just numb. I like the phrase catch us back. It could mean (laughs) so many different things. Uh, Come back. uh, I can't even. I can't, Christy. Listen to the next episode and all future episodes. Pankers Pals are awesome. Emily and Miriam are for that pancreatic queens oh we do our best but we're doing episodes every two weeks now so if you're like why didn't i get an episode this sunday it's because you're getting one next sunday or because you got one last sunday so that might sound confusing but it made sense in my head um just be sure to tune in on spotify itunes podcasts wherever you listen to your jams thanks again for tuning in and thanks for having i was gonna say thanks for having us thanks for being on christy My absolute pleasure, babe. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.